but there should be more intuitive, less proof-based than Khan Academy. Um, there's one video and then um, four videos interspersed with some practice problems. Um, I'm just going to be going over the practice problems. You should be watching the actual videos on 3Blue1Brown's website um, that I've linked to on the, the Minds post for today. Um, it's not in the V1 of the um, curriculum, if you've got that spreadsheet. Um, I didn't know about the actual 3Blue1Brown like, website version that has the practice problems. I just linked to the YouTube videos. But um, yeah, you can you can find it pretty easily. Go to my Minds channel, and there are links to the, the five things for today. Um, I'm not going to be screen sharing for the most part, just when I'm doing the practice problems, because you really should be watching the videos elsewhere. So I will, will watch the videos real fast, um, and then I will I'll put a summary into the Obsidian, and we'll do the um, do the practice problems. Let's go ahead and get started.
I definitely agree that the thinking you do on your own time is where the learning happens. So I just finished the first video. Um, I'm going to watch the second, and then I'll uh, share screen, put some summary in for the second video, and then do the practice problems.
All right, so um, I'm gonna go ahead and share screen. Just finished the first like real video. And um, the, I think the main takeaway here is that vectors can be thought of as motions, um, instructions for motion in space. Uh, and so adding two vectors together is like adding two instructions for motion through space together and multiplying two vectors to get, or multiplying a vector by a scalar is like um, multiplying the instructions. Um, so like, or multiplying the amount of motion by that scalar. So vectors can be thought of as instructions for motion in space or plane and addition and multiplication operates you would expect for adding instructions together or multiplying instructions by a number. Cool. And now we're going to find all of the, all the practice problems. OK. Which vector corresponds with walking six units up and then four units left? So that's going to be. Uh, four units left is going to be negative. Six is going to be positive. So we want a negative four and a positive six. That's correct. Okay. Um, anything else? We have two vectors being added together. Four plus four two plus six two. Uh, four negative two plus six two. So four plus six is going to give us ten, and two plus negative two is going to give us zero. So we're just going to do, don't move on the x-axis and walk 10 units along the positive y-axis. Mm -hmm. Oh, other way around. Um, x, 10 units along x, don't move on y. Yeah. Uh, then for scaling, no questions. Okay, awesome. On to the next video.
All right, we're going to try to do the, the quiz here at the end, trying to understand why the basis of a vector space is a set of linearly independent vectors that span the full space. Well, so we've got a couple restrictions here, well, and they're highlighted. Here, let me share screen. So they have to be linearly independent and they have to span the full space. What happens if they do one but not the other? If they span the full space, but they are not linearly independent, well, what we're going to do, so let's let's take just um, the, the, the plane. We're not going to do space yet. That means that we have at least two vectors that are linearly dependent. Um, that means one is just a multiple of the other. And it has to still has to span the full space. So we've, we've only got two. Actually, let's pull up Excaladraw real fast. If you don't know about Excaladraw, I recommend it as like a whiteboarding tool. All right, so we've got two vectors here. Got one, and this other one is just a multiple of it, right? Um, th that doesn't span the space, right? Because we can we can grow and shrink this along this line as much as we want, and it's just going to be along that line, which means we got to have another one that isn't on that line, right? So now we've got three, uh, three vectors to span a two-dimensional space, which means we we sort of have a redundancy, so it's not a basis. Um, what happens if they are linearly independent but don't fit, uh, span the full space? And that would be like in I guess in R two, a single vector is going to be linearly independent, but again, it just gives you a line. Um, but like in R3, we've got two that are linearly independent that only spans a plane, doesn't span three dimensions. I don't know how you draw that, but this would have to come out of the screen. Um, and yeah, so then that would not be, that would not span the whole space. And so it wouldn't be a basis. We couldn't multiply, we couldn't give a linear combination where we can't multiply each of these vectors, right? grow and shrink them in order to get to anywhere in R3. Um, we could once we add that third one, but if we only have two, we can't. So I think that answers it pretty well. And now we're going to go through the answers here, or the questions. Back to the first one. Okay. The figure above, V is 1, 2, and W is 3, negative 1. So what values of the scalars alpha and beta satisfy the following equation? Alpha v plus beta w is 5i minus 1 half. So we'll have 5, uh, negative 1 half. And what we need to do is we need to multiply this by something and this by another to get us to 5. So... Uh, 1 times 1 is 1, plus half of 3 is 1 and a half. That's going to be 2 and a half. That won't get us to 5i, so that won't work. What about um, 1 half and 1.5? This will be 1 half. This will be 4.5. That does get us to 5. Let's check the next one. 
we'll get one and we'll get one and a half. One minus one and a half does get us there. So that'll be this answer. Awesome. Uh, next answer. Our next question. What is the span of three, negative two, and negative six, four? Uh, that's going to just be a line, right? Because this times negative two gives us three times negative two is negative six, negative two times negative two is four. I think that's just going to be R, right? One line? Yes. All right. Which vectors in 3D space are not in this span? Oh, interesting. Oh, okay, so the green is the, the addition of that. Um, and do we have numbers for this? Okay, so I guess our answer is just going to be any vector that lies. I'm screen sharing, right? Yeah, okay. Any vector that. Yeah, okay. We are not needed. Good. Uh, outside of the plane, that is the stem of the two vectors. That's a little particular. It's any vector that lies outside of the uh, outside of the plane that is defined by linear combinations of the two vectors. Let's look at their answer. Of all possible vectors whose tips sit on this flat sheet is the span of your two vectors. Any vector which does not lie in the plane is not in the span. I think we did a pretty good job. Is that a hint? Okay. All right, the technical definition for basis. Oh, we already did this. That was at the end of the, uh, the end. So let's see what they said. Earlier, we learned that any pair of vectors that could form a new basis, any vectors, any pair of vectors could form a new basis as long as they didn't line up. If a pair of vectors are linearly independent, their linear combination can span the entire plane, meaning they can form the basis for the plane. All right, cool. I think that's pretty close to what we said. Maybe a little bit less verbose. Moving on to the next video. Stop screen share, and I'll go on mute. Real fast. Summary time. Uh, the whole screen. Um, a linear combination of vectors is just the vectors multiplied by scalars added together. 